personal things of what we've gone through um, maybe just to help someone out there um, yeah. who's kind of going through the same things. Yeah, and uh, today's podcast is part one of many episodes, and this one's about a rising, being raised in the Mormon church. Uh, we all were born and raised in the Mormon church, so I think you're gonna... Yeah, so we were all born and raised in the Mormon church, and we kind of wanted to share our story of being involved in the Mormon church, and... Um, uh, we're talking about being raised in the Mormon church today, though. <clears throat> yeah. Not leaving. And yeah. we also want to put out there, we have a lot of Mormon friends and family that we love dearly. And, and this still, is nothing yeah. against them and what they believe. This is just our personal journey about what we've been through and, and, and how we could possibly help someone else who is thinking of the same things that we are yeah yeah and then sometimes it doesn't have to be the mormon church like sometimes people who are in like the catholic church any sort of like um, any church just really really strict religion or even like a cult like yeah thing goes through the same the same thing but <clears throat> i guess one person I, would, I talked to was you mom because you were in it a lot longer than we yeah were. i was in it for most of my life yeah um yeah. on and off i mean i've left it twice yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I stopped going to church after I graduated high school. Um, um, and then I'm, I don't know really what brought me back. Um, just the, probably the camaraderie of it, you know, the yeah. friends, my neighbors, yeah, you know, I lived, sure. we lived in Utah. Your so mom. It was like, yeah. Right, right. Making we lived in Utah. Coffee. So my neighbor took Everyone. me to church. I was like, ah, I'll just go. <clears throat> and, and I enjoyed it. It wasn't anything yeah, bad. Yeah. I enjoyed, I enjoyed <clears throat> feeling close to God and everything, but, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, your dad and I were married in the temple. and Yeah. yeah. That's the thing, too, is I feel like when people, like, whenever I tell people, like, oh, we're ex-Mormons, they think, oh, my God, that's insane. But really, when I was Mormon, it was amazing. Like, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, it wasn't, it was it great. wasn't a bad, a no, bad it wasn't, thing, no. a bad time. It was just no, it wasn't kind of like, mixed. Like, yeah, well, because the, the thing is, though, is I know we're not talking about leaving the church, but for me, I didn't realize how trapped I was and how much I didn't know who I was until I left. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're a part of it, you think that you have the truth, you know exactly what you're doing, and so you're not scared or anything because you, you have it all. you don't really know, you're not really taught a lot of outside stuff. Yeah, when exactly. You're like, yeah. you don't know about the Catholic Church, you don't know about the Protestant yeah, Church. You know. I mean, you don't even know about atheists, what atheists believe or don't believe. I still mean, don't even know what that you're is. You're pretty <laughs> much told not to look into that. Yeah, yeah, you are. Because they know that it's wrong and it's mixed up. So they kinda, Well, not not necessarily that. It's just a just lot of... don't know I mean, a lot of doubt truth. is, so, is put yeah, in yeah, reading stuff For like sure. That. Yeah. But the thing is, too, though, is it's not just other outside resources. When I left the church, I had no idea what the Bible was, really, because, like, when I read it, I was like, I don't recognize any of this. Like, I don't remember being taught because this. Because you're taught, in the Mormon church, you're taught specific parts of what the Bible is. Right. Right. And it, uh, you're very, uh, that's right. It's only, like, certain parts of the Bible that you're taught. Yeah. Because yeah, so they go to one part of the Bible, yeah. and then the end, and then the middle, like and, you, then back and, the then, and then 
and then when you're in Sunday school, I mean, they do do the Bible, <clears> but <throat> they focus so much on the Book of Mormon that a lot of the Bible, a lot yeah. of the important parts of the Bible are left out. Yeah. And that's how, that's just my feeling. Yeah. And then for me, like, I, I've been out of it for two years and sometimes I'm still like, wait, is that a Book of Mormon story or a Bible story? <laughs> like, I get so mixed up. <laughs> and the thing with me is that I, I still haven't, like, left. I'm still, like, in the church. Like my she still records. gets notifications and stuff. Yeah, and letters, and her and records letters. aren't removed. Yeah. yeah, and I, I'm only 15, and I don't know as much as they do because, let's be honest, I wasn't paying attention much in school. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I know you know Jesus and and all this other stuff. La la la. The, she doesn't know a lot more of the doctrine. Like, like, yeah, yeah. The, the Mormon yeah. doctrine. Yeah. I think if I were to stay, I probably would have known more, but you know. I yeah. left. I well, I went to we one. We kind of just all left together, though. Like, yeah. It yeah. Like, like it wasn't like I left and then we sort of separated. It was we all did it together. We all kind of stopped going. Yeah. Yeah. Even after your dad and I separated, we still went. Yeah, like, we your did. Dad and I both. We sat on other sides of the totally <laughs> opposite. Yeah. And then Dad stopped going, and then well, he his story I think is a lot different than ours. Yeah. For yeah, sure. We can't really. We yeah, can't, we can't really speak say for him. His or story. Talk. Yeah. Yeah, His story's different. a lot different than ours. But um but, what... I, but I do remember I do remember that my my uh, my brothers, I have five brothers, they were all baptized, you turn eight, you get baptized, blah blah blah. But right. I remember all of them, even at that young age, not really wanting to be baptized. Really? Yes. I mean, hmm. they stopped going to church all of them about 12, 13 years old when they really? started doing Yeah. Except oh, for I, Uncle I didn't, Caleb. I didn't but know that. Uncle Caleb. They all just, they did not want, I mean, you look back what at What about pictures, your sisters? They they were different. My sisters, my sisters were more in it, um, you know, with young women's and all that stuff. Yeah. But, um, but I just remember my brothers just not, not wanting it. But it was kind of forced upon them. Yeah. Yeah, you know? for sure. Well, if then, you turn eight, you're baptized. Boom. Yeah. Well, for you me, can't say no. You can't say yes. You feel baptized. like you can't say no. Well, but yeah. When I got baptized at eight, I wanted to. I felt so amazing yeah. because uh, everyone around you makes you feel like this is such an amazing and great decision. But one thing I think is really interesting about being raised in the Mormon Church is sort of because at least one thing they did for me was they they put the temple on a pedestal they yeah. made it seem like this amazing amazing thing, and like I have this memory like in my brain that like it will never like I will never forget it was when we went to it was a primary trip I went with um I remember that we got yeah. lost <laughs> yeah and I I touched the temple for the very very first time and um it was sparkly and it was it was literally like living like a Cinderella fairy tale mm-hmm. it was amazing and then in my head I'm imagining like glass stairs and just sort of crystals inside. Yeah. They, they do that. Well, in cuz I've been on the inside and I'm not going to I'm not going to divulge any of the of the the um what's the word I'm looking for? Ugh, see I can't even <laughs> what goes on in the temple because right. I personally think that that's between God and whoever's going through whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, but it is all very, very nice. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, everything yeah. is, like, high-end everything. Yeah, they, they spend millions of dollars Millions of dollars. Yeah. When it's we ridiculous. Went, when yeah, we went, it is kind of crazy. Everything is just, like... Even the, chan- the chandeliers yeah, are made out of, like, crystals and stuff. Ridicu- yeah, it's it's... I, I guess I could... 
say ridiculous, but it's just, like, over the top. Yeah, it is. And I think that they do that, honestly, so you think, like, wow, this is amazing. And, yeah. and not And not that, like, God isn't there, but just sort of, I don't know, just, like, pamper that experience. Yeah, pamper is a good word, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you're very much brainwashed into thinking that. And I'll be honest with you. The first time I went, like, actually into the temple to do baptisms of the dead for 12 yeah. years old, I was, like, sorely disappointed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because I was, expecting, I was expecting, like, this, this crystals. Everything. I was expecting, like, everything. It's nothing it, no, like that. It was, it's like walking into the, the dentist's office. office. When I, when I like, <laughs> it's like you're walking into the that office. That is honestly, like, a really good description. Like, it is. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like I was waiting for someone to go... All right, let's go. <laughs> like, so, someone's gonna, like, do an experiment on Yeah, it's kind of creepy, honestly. Yeah. Now that I'm, I okay, look so back, I have like, to be, I have to be 100 completely honest. Yeah. I did not feel the spirit when I went to the temple. Ooh, we should oh, be excommunicated. No. But, but I always felt the spirit when I was at church. But hmm. not when I was at the temple. Well, this is something me and my dad would talk about, like, when... When we became Christians, we go to, you know, Christian churches, and sometimes what Christian churches do is they sort of put on, like, a show. Yeah. Like, it's like a show. Yeah. It's like a literal concert, and I think that's kind of how the temple does it. Like, it's like this big show. Yeah. And so I think sometimes that takes away from the spirit, but for me, I had the complete opposite, like, experience. For me, I felt the spirit really, really strongly in the, in, in the temple, and, like, sometimes I miss it, but... And, and, the, and I kind of, I had the same experiences yeah. with Baptisms for the Dead when your dad and I were married. Yeah. Going back and doing there other are, ordinances. There are some parts of it where you do feel the spirit. It's, and yeah. other parts it's, where you don't. Uh, it's I, I don't, difficult. I don't want to say confusing. It's, <clears throat> it's kind of hard to explain. It is kind of it, it is hard to explain. It is hard to explain, especially to someone who isn't a member or hasn't been brainwashed, you know? Because yeah. if, you, if you feel the spirit at one place... And then the other place where you're supposed to feel the, feel the spirit and you right, don't. Right, right. Yeah. What is that? Is he real? Is or he not real? Is feeling it just the spirit like doing something just like being with the family and feeling yeah, that right. God, God knowing. But then you know, going God to the temple and then not feeling and not it. Feeling it? But that, I yeah. felt, that's a really interesting point because in Acts, which is the New Testament, it says that God does not reside in temples made by man. Yeah. So that's a really, really interesting scripture from the Bible. And so, some t- I, I didn't know that, because they're not going to tell you that when you're no, a Mormon. No. And, the, and you know you're not going to do your own research as a Mormon. So, when I left, that's a really interesting scripture, don't you think? Yeah. Like, yeah see, and I didn't even know. That's that's one of the examples of not knowing Yeah, the right, exactly. Like, I mean, they tell you what you want. And, you know, I have to say that some Christian churches are kind of the same. They want you to know specific Bible parts. Right, but... But not the you know content what? around you it. You know what? That's a really interesting point that you make because I was watching TikTok. <laughs> I know, I know, TikTok, <laughs> I know. But I was watching this TikTok and it's, it's there's a Christian side to TikTok and this woman, yeah, she obviously. was doing a Bible study and you know yeah. how they, they make books and they, yeah. they make questions and then you go through the Bible to find the answers. <clears throat> yeah. And she was doing that and I don't remember the exact trap, the, the chapter, but it was sort of Acts, Romans, somewhere around the, yeah. the, yeah. the end of New, of New Testament. And... There was 20, um, and then, no, there was 19, um, 20, and then 22. So it was missing the 21st verse. Okay. And so, so they, that, they the completely cut out. verse so, that didn't go yeah, context yeah. to what you wanted it to say. Exactly. That's and then, like, crazy. the comments were, like, that's kind of scary because, like, if it's only, like, this one 
sort of question. So if you were to read all four of those verses, it would completely yeah, it completely changes change the it. context exactly. of what so, you were searching for. Yeah, it's not just That's the Mormon insane. church. It, it also is certain Christian churches, which is why if I ever meet someone who is struggling with their faith, do your research. Do it. Read your own. Yeah, Don't exactly. Go off and the site. No, just just do all of it. Look into Look into everything. Everything. But also, do look into Mormon doctrine as well. That's what I would say. There's, and we were talking about this the other day. There are a lot of things in the Mormon faith that I still believe, love the idea. Yeah, of. me too. Me too. And th- that's another thing I was telling you too was the reason why it makes so much sense. Because if you are Mormon or ex-Mormon or you know of Mormon doctrine, it makes so much sense. It does. And yeah. I was telling this to mom the other day. I was like, the reason why I believe it makes so much sense is because it's man-made. It was literally made by Joseph. Yeah. And so it makes so much sense in his head. And so, of course, it's going to make sense in ours because it was made by man. Like, it and, just, you know, it his, clicks. His story, and I was thinking about that because when you read his, his Joseph Smith <clears throat> His story of the first vision, which is what the, when he saw God and Jesus, whatever. Right, right. Uh, take it or leave it. There's a there's a lot of a lot of it when you read it, you're like, whoa, this. I mean, you're you're questioning. You yeah, know? for sure. Um, and I actually haven't read it in a long time since I've left, but but thinking about every part of it, and I and I was literally just thinking as you were talking about that. All the holes yeah. in the story of yeah, the, what God would, would you know. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I mean, because I But think... I do believe that Joseph had his own, his own issues going on. I do believe that starting the Mormon church was something that maybe helped him at the time. Yeah, I think it did. And helped his family with what they needed. Yeah. And... Well, because his brother Amos died. Yeah, the, the, and, that's, the, and that's the, where the yeah the, the, the priest the and priest. that's one of the things that I I I mean like yeah that it just makes so much of, sense. Oh, you 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 did bad, so you're going to hell, like fiery hell or whatever. But right. I, I don't believe that that's what I mean. It talks about that in the Bible, but the Bible is very symbolic. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you can be going through your own personal hell and not be an actual fire, you know? Right, yeah. And and that's another thing, too, is, like, it, he, he created baptisms of the dead bec- for his brother Amos. Yeah. Because his, pre- the, his priest told him he was going to hell because he wasn't baptized. Yeah. And so Joseph created the of baptisms of the dead because yeah. he knew that if he could baptize his brother, then he could go to heaven. And so I think that for a lot of That's other people, they're like, oh my gosh, I want to do that of, for my family. Yeah. I want to do that for strangers. And in a way, I think that that's a, an amazing idea. And so I think that's why so many people are attracted to the Mormon church because it makes so much sense. It does make sense. And on top of that, there's so much, there's like, there's like everyone's your family. And if you think about it, you are with other Mormon members so much. Yeah. You, well, you, you do it. You do. You have Sunday church. You have. I mean, the every Mormons, part of the of the of the Mormon Church is literally your week is laid out for you. Yeah, yeah. You have like young women extracurricular. You have your Relief Society yeah. priesthood. You have your visiting teaching, and you know, and you have your monthly monthly ward activities and yeah. You're and so with pretty them a much lot. everything, yeah. at least twice a week, once a month. I mean, you're with them. 
for a long time. And then time. A, lo- a lot of the time you go to school with the people that you go to yeah. church with as well. And you do, like, it's, you it's do the make same friends. kind of boundaries. Yeah, like, you do. The church does boundaries just like a school does. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and then that was one thing that honestly made me feel really, really sad when I left because I was looking on my on my old Facebook page. Yeah. And my, my dad was in the hospital. He was having some problems with his gallbladder um, and his pancreas, so he was in the hospital for like two weeks straight. And all my Facebook page was covered in was Mormon members saying, we're praying for you. We're yeah. here for you. Let us know if you need anything. Like, they brought us dinner. Like, they took care of us as if we were their family. Yeah. And I'm like, I miss that so much. Yeah. And in, in a way, you lose your entire community. You lose, like, so many uh, friends. Pretty much you've had, You get like, followed on social media. You yeah. don't get treated the same. Like, it's... Leaving something like that is a big... Like, yeah. the difference... It's huge. The difference between me and McKenna, okay... So, she left. Like, she's not a part of it anymore. Like, her records, there's no baptism, mm-hmm. there's no... No, only my baptismal record was removed. Oh, That's really? it. Yeah. Oh. I, I can't remove those other records. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. Anyways. another baptism. And I, I haven't yet. And I still hang out with more, more, a lot of Mormons. My, my, one of my best friends is Yeah, one of her best Mormons. friends she just went to a birthday party with, too. Yeah, and... Um, I still get letters in the mail, like, they, they, they do monthly newsletters, I still get all that stuff, I still get la la la, so, like, it's, I don't know, I, I was, I'm, I'm gonna leave it, but I'm afraid to leave it, because I don't want to lose yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, too, is for me, for me, I hate bumping into Mormons that I used to know, I hate it, because. Well, speaking of that, I actually haven't told the girls this yet, but when I was working the other night, I saw Claudia Pratt. Oh, you she really? She was nice. She said hello. Oh. She, when she left, she's like, tell the girls I said hello. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll tell those, you know, yeah. the sinners. Cla- <laughs> she, she was a big, she was a big part of this. She was Sarah's Sunday school teacher. And then what else did she do? Uh, she she do? sang in the choir and yeah. stuff like that. I think but, she did a lot of just mainly teaching. Yeah, you know. but. Um, I hate running into them because in my head I'm thinking all they're thinking about is... One time I ran into Jody when I was working at Walmart and she was all telling me that I needed to come back. Really? That's so funny. And that was was right when the Boy Scouts started letting girls in and that's when the church separated themselves from the Boy Scouts. So they started doing... They had what they called, what was it, activity days for girls. They started doing that for the boys now too. That's so for the boys 8 to 11. I think that's so stupid, but whatever. Jeez. I don't know if they do it together, like the young men and young women, but... but um, I do too. <laughs> yeah. I feel you there, Sarah, it's because... It's so weird because we know someone in the church who works for the Boy Scouts. Yeah, yeah. we do. And he still works for the Boy Scouts. I know. So it's like, your religion broke off of it because of whatever moral issue or whatever. I wonder if he's like, maybe I should leave too. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, I, I know what you're saying there, Sarah, because it's like, I hate running into people who I used to know who are Mormon because it's like, all I'm thinking is they believe I'm going to hell. They think yeah, I'm going to hell because literally money. the, the, because I, I had to write a paper about leaving the Mormon church for school. I'm a junior in high school. And so I had to write a paper about it and I was doing I some research about it. it. And, um, it said that the number one worst sin is denying the Holy Ghost. And they believe by, by, by removing your records, you're, you're, denying, the you're denying the Holy Ghost. You're and so the true they believe that is the number one worst sin worse than murder. And so and sometimes I'm like... darkness forever. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, that's all they're thinking about. I'm yeah. Like, and it's like, like, I don't know. It's it's really difficult thing to I, do. I had a lot of people that unfriended me on Facebook. 
that I didn't think would ever do that. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. well, I'm not giving names, oh. but, like, friends that I, I yeah, had you since just, I moved you here. Yeah, you never thought would do that. they me on Facebook because of, of my decision to leave. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got unfollowed on social media, too. But the thing is, though, is is they believe that we are living in a life of sin. They yeah. believe that we are unhappy. They believe yeah. that one day... That's the thing that gets me, is how, how do you determine how someone is happy? Yeah, but the thing I've is... I've been the happiest I've ever been in my entire life this last year of my life. And I'm... And that's crazy because I got I got broken up with and I got kicked out of my house. <laughs> yeah, I knew the happiest you've ever been. That's funny. Yeah, because they don't realize how free it is because, like, I got my nails done. Like, I would have never gotten my nails done we as a woman. We drink coffee. Yeah, like, we, we have a podcast <laughs> We watch Coffee Talk. We swear like stalers. Yes, we and do. And we watch we got tattoos. Movies. We got Tana tattoos. I got tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> I got, we I watch rated our movies. Yes, I have. Do. I now have four, ta- well, the, my first one with my kids' names, I have four kids. They're like, is everyone asks me, is that, do you consider that one or four? I'm like, it's one. Yeah, it is It's one, one tattoo. And then, would you, would you say parts. that one, that one, and then your, oh, my, um, my semicolon. Yeah. That's, yeah. um, a symbol of depression know. and. Well, no, no, no it's, it's a symbol just, to keep going. Yeah, it's oh. my, it's my decision to keep going. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, nope, that's one tattoo. So if you want to get technical, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Eight tattoos, but yeah, I funny. only see that I have four. Where, where's yours with Kenos? Right there. Oh, did you not count that? I did. Oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, so, and then Kenna has two. Yeah, so. I do have two. <laughs> but um, when I got my, my letter in the mail that said that my records have been officially removed, we celebrated by watching Rated our movie and, and drinking coffee. coffee. <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun. Oh, so that's much funny fun. because my current boyfriend, BJ, um, he asked me if... Uh, when we first started dating, that's a whole other story, but we we started watching, you know, different shows and stuff together, and he would ask me if I'd seen certain shows, because when I was younger, I didn't watch rated R movies. Right. So all of them, like, like Scarface and Rambo and all of those in the 90s, 80s and 90s shows that I never watched because they were rated R, and right. so he constantly asked me when certain rated R movies come up, have you seen that movie? Have you seen this movie? I'm like, no, I haven't. I was a sheltered kid, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and for now, sure. my favorite movie is a rated R movie. <laughs> That's and I, so funny. And I watch it. We have a bunch of. I just ra- watched a rated R movie the other day. Yeah, so, so I guess this, this sort of summary of being raised Mormon is it was very enjoyable um, because you have it wasn't so many. It was a bad life. No, we no, it wasn't. Or anything no. like that. It was just kind of. Well, the thing is, though, is I even though, like, it was an amazing life, as you get older, you feel so much guilt and self-hatred, mm-hmm. and you don't realize that that's oh, coming sorry. from your religion. You don't know that until you leave. That's what I didn't know. I didn't know that I had this guilt and self-hate because of my religion. I thought that was just me, right? Yeah. And, like, and then, like, I see, I see these really, really strict Mormons... And I'm just like, I know how much better their life would be if they would just leave. Yeah. But they're trapped and they never can. And that was another thing I was thinking the other day is even us as ex-Mormons, I was telling this to mom, we will never be able to escape the Mormon church. No. Because our family is still Mormon. I still have so my many mom. records that are st- that are in the temple. Yeah. My like, mom we, we is like 100% full on, this is her life 
Mormon. Like, right. So when our she family. She was the biggest person. Like when I. <clears throat> like I didn't want to tell her that I didn't want to go to church anymore. Like. Because, I didn't want to tell her either. <laughs> because she loves it so much. And it's literally her life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Um, but even when you are feeling guilt and self-hatred. You, you aren't really self-conscious about it. No. No. It's, of course not. It's just. You're like. That's just me. That's yeah, just how it's I just am. sort of there. Not... Um, so overall, I would say it's, it was really enjoyable. It w- I loved it, and sometimes I miss it. Um, I don't miss the the doctrine, but I miss the culture. I miss the people. I miss the community. Yeah. Um, and I think that when you're surrounded by that your whole life, like it, it's sort of just like built in friends. Like it's yeah. built in friends. Like you yeah. never don't have friends. That's, that's how it was when I moved a lot too. Younger, right, moved right. a lot. We had. You know, everywhere we moved, there was a ward or a branch. Exactly. And then you would have instant friends your age. Right. Whoa. It's just, it's just there. It's always there. And then That's another reason why I have so many Facebook friends. <laughs> right. Because I moved so many times and all these... to so many different schools. Yeah. My boyfriend's like, he's like, how come you have so many friends? I'm like, um, let's see. I have cousins and aunts and uncles. Oh, all my so friends from much. moving. Cousins, all my friends aunts, from the church. Nie- nie- nieces and nieces nephews. and nephews. You have. You have eight siblings. Yeah, you're yeah. going to have that much people you follow on. So, I have a lot of friends for that reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything else you guys want to add? We are getting a little bit close to to be over. We have a little bit less than a minute. Um, no. Nope. It wasn't a bad experience, but... Okay, here. How, here's how I kind of explain it. It wasn't a good experience, but it wasn't a bad experience. It's just part of life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just, you know. Yeah. Just like, you know, getting kicked out of your house. <laughs> oh. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was it was an amazing experience. Um, and I guess when you're growing up Mormon, you have a lot of experiences that other kids don't have. Yeah. You know. And girls camp. That was my funnest time. Oh, my time. gosh. Girls camp was I so fun. I sick yeah. on girls camp. Oh yeah, I, I let it go. Yeah. <laughs> that and then I didn't go to girls camp for the rest. Of the time. Yeah, she um, after that. youth, but youth girls conference camp was some of my yes, girls camp and youth conference. Was and then yeah, it was and so the fun. Time. And then when I went to the temple, I got sick. Oh, she puked in our leader's car. <laughs> oh, and then the puke came back in it, and oh. it smelled like puke for the rest of the time. Oh, I and so remember bad. our that. our cafe Rio trips were so much fun. Yeah. So there was a lot of good stuff about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And and honestly, I don't regret it. I don't like look back and go, oh, I don't wish it. I wish yeah. I didn't have that. Just because at the time it was so much fun and you felt like you belonged because yeah. like you're There's in the a truth. Lot of good. We have the truth, right? That's what you believe. And 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 then when you're Mormon, you feel bad for people who don't have it. And then when you leave, you sort of feel that that opposite can feeling. I, can like I, this is the way. Yeah, this, this is, is the way. way. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. That's for sure how it is. So, oh my God. if there's something so else awesome. you guys want to add, do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Oh shoot, we never well, we talked yeah, about how we it. <laughs> I was thinking about doing a cheers. Oh yeah. Cheers. So we're drink we're drinking <laughs> our coffee and we're gonna cheers and then we'll see you next episode. Bye guys. And this is Mother Daughter Daughter Coffee Coffee Talk. In this podcast, we're going to talk about um, important things going on in the world and then our own personal issues and how we're dealing with them as a mother-daughter trio. I almost said duo. Um, (laughs) 
And uh, today we're talking about how and why we left the church and what's going on right now. So, yeah. So I wanted to start off by a couple of quotes that I found. Um, And I think that they're really, really interesting. And I think it'll be a good starter for the conversation. Mm -hmm. So this quote was given by Elder Boyd K. Packer. Um, and if you're not Mormon or, you know, you don't know anything about them, this is a, a bigger leader. Do you know what he is? Is he like he's a, a... He's in the Quorum of the Twelve. He's yeah. an apostle. Yeah, like, he's just... they believe him to be an apostle. Yeah, he's just a, a high leader in the church. And if you're Mormon or, or you know, Mormon doctrine, you, you, you recognize the name Elder Boyd K. Packer. Um, this is a quote given by him, and he says, I have a hard time with historians because they idolize the truth. The truth is not uplifting, it destroys. I could tell most of the secretaries in the church office building that they are ugly and fat. That would be true, but it would hurt and destroy them. Historians should tell only the part of the truth that is inspiring and uplifting. I had never heard that before. Yeah. Was that this last... Uh, uh, I don't know, but it was a, t- it was a, um, a quote given by other... K. Packer. Um, so they don't want you to know the truth then, pretty much. No, yeah. or they don't want you to know the, the, the dirty part of the yeah. truth or the, the, that's, the bad. That's a lot because sometimes it is hard to hear the truth, but sometimes the truth it's is... You have to know the truth. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like Sarah said, sometimes it's ugly, but you have to But know like, it. that isn't the truth. It's an insult. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fat or ugly. Well, that's yeah. not the point. The point is that they'll hide the truth. Because yeah. they don't want you to know it. Because they know it's ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's this one's sort of funny. Um, it's not necessarily a quote, but um, is this is an ex-Mormon meme. Utah parents be like, my kids need normal normalcy, no masks, only normal life. Then send them to Pioneer Cosplay in Wyoming for a week, where they take their shoes away, give them fake names, and make them pull handcarts in thirty miles per hour wind. <laughs> I thought That's that one was true. Funny. Yeah. Um, this one honestly brought me to tears, like um, this quote. Um, and now that you don't have to be perfect, you can be good. Oh God, I like that. I like that one. Yeah, because um, that's literally that, that's literally what you're taught in the church is to strive for perfection. And they're like, oh, we know we're not going to be perfect like the Savior, but we got to strive to it. Yeah. But but it, it, now that I look back on it, the way that I see it is that is that even striving for perfection is a stretch because nobody, nobody yeah. in this life is going to be perfect. Never. You're going to say things you regret. You're going to do yeah. things that are dumb. I mean, even as an adult, I've done things that I wish I, I never had done. Right. <clears throat> right. So to say that that anyone is perfect is or striving to be perfect, it, it doesn't make it, no difference if you ask me. Yeah. So... I guess if we're sort of ta- answering the question of why we left the church, it stopped making sense to me. Stopped making sense after after. I think the main reason was after was when your dad and I separated. That was right. our choice. That was our decision. But everyone around us said no. Kind of like put it as influence from others. Right. It wasn't your decision. You know, it was yeah, an and it was source. like, and then. And then, because the church is so big on family, it's like I'm breaking my family apart. It's like, well, it's been broken for a long time. Right. Yeah, right. Their dad and I's marriage was never, for a long time, it was, it was, it was, I don't want to say toxic, but it was not healthy. Right. 
Right. And and I think I think by separating it helped both of us kind of see where our lives were and what we really wanted out of it, you know. Yeah. But but after that, <clears throat> especially after the divorce, even when we were going to church, we still got a lot of hate. like I people don't know, just hate. treated you differently. Yeah. They, they looked at you differently. So different. Yeah. And then and then every t- going to church. I mean, we still went every week. We got dressed yeah, and I got the kids ready and we went and we sat in sacrament and it it just it just wasn't the same for me. I didn't feel the same about everything. And I was like, oh, I'm just, I was just waiting for a talk or a, or a, a, a scripture, a scripture or, or a, a Sunday school lesson that would just help me feel better about the church. And every lesson was about, it, I don't know, it just seemed every lesson just made me not want to go the next week. Right. And that's how it was so for maybe months. that was, maybe that was your sign to stop going. <sighs> maybe. I, I don't know. And then, stop going and then I talked to a couple of people in my life that have also left the church. I'm not going to name names because I don't want to put them on, you know, blast or whatever. But, but what, this one, this one person, she's really close to me. She's like, I was tired of feeling guilty. Right. right. Yeah. She's like, I just, I was done feeling like I was doing everything wrong. Like I was tired of feeling guilty. And, and I, and I totally get that because, mm-hmm. because I was after, after their dad and I separated, I was feeling guilty. I'm like, Oh, well really, is this really what it was? But then that, and that was a big thing for me. And then, um, I, I don't know how much you got, you guys would know about how the church feels about the LGBTQ community, but they are not big on it. They call it same-sex attraction. And they're like, oh, you have it, but it's a sin, so you have to find the urge to fight it. Yeah. Right. And it just, I don't know. That was one of the big reasons for leaving, actually, was just seeing the people that I know us, were, I think that were in that community. Kind of, that was part of it for all of us. You know, and reading reading studies on how the science works on it and everything. Right. It and then and then this was this was a big thing for me. Um if there's this God that's all loving and all knowing and wants to give us the trials, which is something that the church talks about all the time. Um why would why would a God that loves us as a, and then as a parent you kind of understand you'll kind of understand this concept why would a God that loves his children make you a certain way biologically it is proven and then tell you you're going to hell if you act upon it yeah yeah that's insane like like, like it, the, that if, concept, if you know God loves you and that he loves that he loves all his children is is just when you say that he did that he only loves everyone who is married to the opposite sex yeah not to the same sex it just like it's and it's, it's not just being LGBTQ it's other things I mean I I know I know people that are almost perfectly saints but they smoke or they drink or you right. know yeah so are they going are they going to hell or whatever if even though they're the best people you oh know God, they treat this, people right and they're nice perfect and, and they're all god and they i think oh. i don't know just it, the, the idea of that is kind of yeah and that's kind of where it led me <clears throat> and then when i did stop going and i was doing um, i don't i precarious things i guess that was the only word i can think of you know they tell you 
in Sunday school, oh, the still small voice, the Holy Ghost will tell you if it's wrong, if you're worthy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that. Yeah. Like, I didn't. You didn't feel like it was wrong? Yeah. And it's like, my life isn't any better or worse off because of it. Right. Yeah. Kennel, why did you leave? Um, well, the biggest thing for me was having kids. Um, I never wanted to have kids because I took care of my siblings so much growing up that... You kind of already feel okay, like look, you had kids? Okay. Um, I... This is 110% God made me go through this. Like, there's no, like, this was God's plan. I 110% know it. Um, and, and these, the, what I'm about to say might be a little bit TMI, but I prayed to God, I prayed to God and I said, God, do not waste my life on having kids. That's what I told him. I was like, please do not waste my life on having kids. And I don't mean any hatred towards anyone who has children, but I, that's what I prayed. I was like, God, I can't. And the next thing I know, I don't get a period. Right. And I don't get a period birth like months right yeah i'm like, going to like doctors yeah i'm going to doctors it was offices. almost a year actually i felt like it was almost i'm it like was close to i'm like going to doctor's office i i'm not pregnant okay or anything like that um but there was a fear that i might have had cancer like a doctor was it like was a couple of different the, yeah fears, the doctor yeah. was like well because there's nothing in your blood work we're gonna have to give you an ultrasound and check you for cancer and so, and the thing about doctor's offices and doctors in general is it's always a waiting game. It's always hurry yeah. up and wait. It's always like, well, I can't tell you anything, but here, there's this doctor that can, but this next appointment's not for two weeks, right? So those yeah. two weeks appointment. And or then you, you or still you, have to wait a little too Right, for or, other or you go to that doctor's appointment and they're like, well, we'll get you another appointment in two weeks. And so in those two weeks, it, like, it was honestly some of the like the worst pain I ever had was grieving my children that didn't even exist the thought of not having my own children so when I left I never saw children in my sight like in my future and that was a big thing for me was having kids and getting married and 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 just the temple ceremonies in general like it doesn't make sense to me the checklist of your life it's pretty much there's, there's literally a checklist of things that you do with your life. Right, and then having kids and Get getting baptized, married is a really, really that's big one a of huge those. part you start of it. Dating. You know, you start getting yeah. blessed. That's when your name is put on the records is when you're blessed as a baby. Right, and yeah. so it's just as, it's a very, a very big of part. And so when I left, that was a huge thing. And then, and then you do getting right and then and then getting into sort of and then young women's and then right it's just all very laid out for you but getting into sort of the christian doctrine i don't know if that's what you want to call it but the bible essentially it says the exact opposite you know it says that you are saved by grace there is nothing that you can do it's that you know of course faith is brought on by good works right but essentially you're saved by grace Right, you're not saved by getting married and, and having babies and going through these weird cult like you know temple ceremonies to be saved. You know, it doesn't take that. It just takes believing in Jesus, and yeah, that made of course Jesus sense. wants you to act, and try and, and not strive like, to be like. Oh, him. I believe in Jesus now. I can do whatever the hell I want and get away with right. it. Right? No, like that's that. not. That's not. And that's how I saw it. 
Yeah, when I first me learned too. About when it. I when I uh, growing up, and that's what they tell you right. in Sunday school over and over again. Exactly. I remember work, learning about um, it. Um, faith without works is dead. Exactly. And that's something that you've told over and over and over. Again. Exactly. And then I remember learning about it, learning that all you need to do is believe that Jesus Christ is your savior. I remember thinking it's not that easy. It can't be that mm-hmm. easy. And sometimes I'm still just like, really, is it that easy? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's, it's hard to sometimes believe that when your whole life you're taught there's these steps you have to go through that takes your entire life it to does, get to. It literally, and then, and then after you get married and have kids, it's it's the, it's the fulfill your callings and raise your kids right and right. teach them the gospel and and you know <laughs> things like that that you're still doing that the church has laid your life out for you. Right, and then. I think that there's also a second part to um, leaving the church is how do you leave the church? I still haven't said why I left. Oh, why did you leave Sarah? Well, okay, so it's it started out going to church and starting not to really feel the spirit at church anymore. You know, I'd go through church and I didn't feel anything. I'd go through school, I and then I realized I was bi. And sixth grade, which I know some people might think it's too early, but I think it's a good time to, you know, start. That's about that, the that's right a, time, yeah. That's a whole other thing anyways. Um, I remember in a class, because we have classes, and again, not going to say names, there was this one person who said that, um, what did they say about a same-sex marriage? Not uh, really? I remember, I know you're talking about because I was in that class with you, she said that, um, that it just, it would never work. It just yeah, doesn't it work. it doesn't yeah. work. Um, and then I've, what's that thing about um, being, it's something in the Bible about being, being what? I don't know, I forgot. Anyways, it's just knowing that the, the church doesn't um, accept me for who I was and how God made him, made how her. How God Sorry. made me. <laughs> yeah. I'm pronoun. Yes. Yeah. And it's just, it made me feel like I wasn't welcome there, you know? Like, yeah. And that's right. that's exactly how I felt after your dad and I separated. Like, I wasn't welcome. Right. And then, even and though I know, told there no was one, a couple of, course, of people obviously. in our own war that had been gone through divorce, divorces and remarriages. Um, I haven't been remarried, but still, but <clears> still, that still treated me. Right, right, different. different. There was only one person, and you guys probably knew who I'm talking about, that actually, when your dad and I separated, I actually sat down and talked to her about it, because she had gone through it. Oh, right, yeah. Because you guys I probably think... don't remember who um, But she's like, don't... She told me, don't let anyone tell you that you're doing the wrong thing. Right. Right. Because I think she got that, too, when she left her, hus- her first husband. But see, I think the difference with her is that she's remarried... Her and her husband are are now sealed in the temple and everything. Right, so right. I think that's slightly a little bit different. But still, yeah. she, you know, she was one of the very few only because she had um, got through it. You yeah, yeah, for you sure. know. So that that's it's very because the church is so very family oriented in and strict. You know, male female um, roles. Right. They they the idea of having a male male or a female female household is beyond anything they can think. Right, because they've never seen anything like that. It's sort of... I actually have a couple of friends of mine that I went to high school that 
married a, a friend of mine who's female married to another female they have two beautiful kids right and they're both happy healthy children yeah right and they're not getting any less of anything because they have two moms instead of a mom and a dad yeah and right. another thing is i think that they don't know that we still can have kids like you can yeah, adopt science science makes it easier and that's right. you know and that's why that my friend carried carried their babies, and then she adopted them when they were born. Yeah, or you could do right, like right. one has one, and and another thing is that some women physically can't have kids, yeah. and they still have to adopt. Yeah, like There's what, ha- what, what are people parent. like that? Yeah, foster like, kids is that adopt. different? Is that like I was yeah. confused like for that? So I was like, what if women physically can't have kids? Right. Or what if the male can't, you know, produce, and then the woman, they, I don't know, there's just different ways, and, like, there's different families, and... Right, but in the Mormon church, there isn't different there isn't. No, there isn't. The they're the it's, same families, yeah. they all do the I mean, same you, things, they're all, you know, they all follow the same, like, yeah. principle, And I want to say. say this right now, so you guys don't think that we're bashing on people that are actually in the church... We have a lot of friends and family that are still in the church. Yeah. And we love them dearly. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with and, having a family and, like that. And, it, and I'm not saying that you have to leave but um, it's or a, stay or whatever. If you want to be a part of the church, be a part of the church. This is just right, our stories right. and our reasonings. Because there is a lot of people in the war that I still care deeply about. Right. Yeah, and one I, of my best friends. I don't friends want them to think the that ward. I'm bashing them for their decision yeah. to be Mormon. Our grandma's still in the. My show. mom is a lot the of most our Mormon person I know. Yeah, yeah. And I love her dearly, and I have friends. A lot of them have moved away, which I miss you guys. But um, there some some great people in the church, and I'm right. not saying that they're horrible people for staying. That's what they want. That's what their life is. I'm not going to. You know, this is just our and my personal reasonings for why we are doing what we're doing. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, I think, I think that's, because there was, because after I did leave and I finally was done, I, I joined this ex-Mormon group on Facebook. And it, it really, it, I mean, at first it was really nice and I liked a lot of the quotes they said, but when they started getting to the bashing of the Mormons... Like, personal belief. Like, they were just being downright rude about yeah. someone's beliefs and religion. I'm not about that. You can be however you want. I personally am the way that I am for my reasons. But I'm not going to sit there and bash whatever other religion that I don't care for. Right. You know, I, because it's not how I believe. Right. And then sometimes I think that ex-Mormons like that, like, it's so stupid. Like, you once believed that. Like, you can't sit and so talk. So, just, I, I left the group. I was just it. like, it was a, it was just a bunch of rudeness and I, I can't. Yeah. That's how know? I feel too. But, um, one thing that I, I find very, very sort of just, like, it blows my mind is that there is literal, historical, scientific, like, all there's evidence that the church is not true. There right. is literal evidence. But because Mormons are so sheltered in their religion. Very sheltered. And they Most only, of them don't even know. Yeah, and they're only given few resources. They don't they're know. They're only given the resources that are approved by the church. Right, and then <coughs> if you would just. Including the church's own history. 
Right, and if you would just do a simple Google search, and sometimes yeah. people feel like Google isn't, or certain sites on Google are not informative. Sure, one site might not be, but when ten of the same or ten different sites are saying the same thing, you have to start thinking for yourself. And that's why I'm just like, do your research. Mm-hmm. If like, and that's why I feel so stupid. Like, or not stupid. I just feel like. You guys are insane. Like, if you would just do your research, you would see what I see. Yeah. And what I... And then, hey, there are people out there that will do the same research and still stay in the church. Yeah, that's true. That's true, too. Because they have the but their faith or whatever in their lives. But that's okay, because yeah. it's your... Okay, it's I, your own I know personal life. It's your own opinion. Like, if you... Okay, this is a bad slash weird uh, thing... If you hate the uh, LGBT community, that's your opinion. But one thing I hate is that people are trying to force their own opinions on mm-hmm. other people. Right. Like, that's what my I favorite food is pizza. Oh, my favorite food is la la la. And they're trying to push their own opinions on each other. And they're, they're tur- it's turning into a fight. Right. And then that's, that's how the way I live shit my like life, that The happens. way you live oh, your sorry, life, the way I live your life is nobody's business but your own. Well, right. that, that's the thing about Mormons, though, is they... This is... Like, I feel bad for Grandma because Grandma believes that I will never make it to the Celestial Kingdom. Yeah. And that hurts her. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I feel bad for her because I know that I'm not going to go to hell. But she doesn't know that. You know what I'm saying? And so for Mormons, it's not just you living your life. They believe that you're going to hell. Yeah, they believe your soul is in danger. Them, sure. Yeah. And so, like, it just depends, like, on what side you're on. You know, do you see, like, our lives, I don't know, they just don't believe that we're happy. They don't believe that we're living this good. Because I used to, like, literally, I remember saying the same thing when I was in the depth of of the Mormon church, is that, oh, they're not really, really happy. They can pretend to be happy. But it's not, that's not how it is. My life is no different now than when it was when I was full on in the church, except for I'm choosing a different path of my life. Right. My my happiness is my own to create. And right now, I have been the happiest I have ever been in my entire life. Right. I don't have a house. I have a crappy job. <laughs> right. You only get to see your kids what, once uh, yeah, a week? Yeah, I, I barely see my, pit, my kids because I have no place to live, pretty much. Like, this is a rare thing that I get to spend time with my kids. But I am so happy because I'm letting, I'm living my life, you know? Right, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, my allergies are crazy. Um, so I don't, uh, it, so that, that point is like saying that I'm not happy. How do you know that I'm not happy? Right. You know? Yeah. And then I think that, um, and then again, like this, this stuff that I learned wasn't until I was already out of the church. Yeah. So these things like... Was these things were going through my head while church, I was leaving? The church leaving. tells you not to read the anti-Mormon things. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, there is a there is a quote by Elder they say, Oaks. Stay away from that information. There's a quote by Elder Oaks. I have it saved in my Instagram because um, I just remember reading it, um, and that just reminded me of it. Um, but essentially, what it says, I'm going to pull it up now. But it says, um, it's best not to do your research. Yeah. Is what it says, um, which is crazy. And and for some reason, like as a Mormon, like when I was Mormon, I that never was a red flag to me. Like and plus, I don't yeah. ever really really remember like thinking. 
I don't think I've ever heard anyone telling me not to do research. I I do. I do remember. A lot in your women's will um, tell you. Yeah. I do remember a little bit of that. Um, but I guess while I was... For me, honestly, the biggest, the first thing that happened to me where I started to doubt a little bit was when, I think it was like the beginning of 2018, something like that, Prophet Monson, he died. President Monson. President, yeah, when he died, that was a huge thing for me because Nelson came in and he changed everything. He changed a ton of things. He changed everything. And that was, that was the first time when I started doubting. Revelation, Revelation. No, it's not. It's his whole love Thomas thing. Yeah, I did too. I did too. He, he was the, he was elder president. He was the prophet. um, For like forever. I I think I remember. Really? Yeah, like, so I for don't me, remember. that was when I first started doubting. Was when um, President Monson died and Nelson came in. And that, and that I remember um, that was one thing I was I was telling my mom is that I don't feel the same about President no, Nelson as I, I did. Yeah, about me Monson. too. It just felt like so, it's not the same yeah. to me. And then he went and changed everything. Like he changed the stupidest things. Like church is no longer three hours instead it's two hours. Yeah. Like he just changed all these little things that ended up creating mm. a big difference in the church. I don't know. That was just one of my biggest things. And then and then he started changing, like, even the temple ceremonies that no one's supposed to know about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, stuff like that. I'm like, wow. It's, I can't find it in here. But, yeah, all it just says, like, it's best not to do your research by Oaks. And then this is also one thing that if, like, you are Mormon, I wish people would realize is the stuff that ex-Mormons are saying, they're not pulling this information out of their ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like we're making this stuff up. Like, you, there are so many... I've lived it my entire life. I know what I'm talking about. Right. There's <laughs> so many resources that you could find that will give you this information. Um, I think, like, if you are a doubting Mormon, um, I think that if you're a Mormon and you're listening to this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You've got to have a doubt in your mind. But if you are a doubting Mormon, I would look into... Um, um, Michael Wilder and Dr. Lynn Wilder. Um, they're ex-Mormons who share about um, converting from Mormonism to Christianity. Through their and son who was on a mission. Yeah. Their son was so on a mission. So their story is really, really awesome. And I would look into them. Yeah, I can't find it, but there are quotes of Elder Oak saying that. So um, we're, we're almost out of time. So I think... Um, I'm going to say one more quote, and then uh, we're going to be done with this one. Um, Maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that really isn't you. So you can be who you were meant to be in the first place. I love that, because that's literally what I'm doing with my life right right You're unbecoming who you were always told you were supposed to be. I'm oh. being my own person, and then I, I'm always like, but who am I? Like, I exactly. have to figure out who I who, am. I'm 40 years old. I don't even know who I? I am. Right. Like, and, <clears throat> you know, and, and, part, and part of, you know, trying out the poly lifestyle and, and things like that that I've done, it's like, okay, am I really poly? But I would have to say yes, because there's two guys in my life right now that I am completely in love with. Right. <laughs> and how can it how is it possible that you can love two people like that at the same time and be in a committed relationship right 
Okay. And I think that's another. We're yeah, do for that sure. Yeah, we, we really time. do need but to that's wrap kind of it this, up. The idea of <laughs> of changing who I am, you right. know, finding out who I am, who am I really? Yeah, right. That's know? definitely part of the journey. But um, we're gonna end this episode, guys. We will see you next time. Goodbye. I'm Kenna. And I'm Mom. And this, this is, is Mother, Mother Daughter, Daughter Coffee, Coffee Talk. In this podcast, we're going to talk about um, important things going on in the world and then our own personal <clears throat> issues and how we're dealing with them as a mother-daughter trio. Almost a duo. Um, <laughs> and uh, today we're talking about how and why we left the church and what's going on right now, so. Yeah, so I wanted to start off by a couple of quotes that I found, um, and I think that they're really, really interesting, and I think it'll be a good starter for the conversation. Mm -hmm. So this quote was given by Elder Boyd K. Packer, um, and if you're not Mormon or, you know, you don't know anything about them, this is a, a bigger leader. Do you know what he is? Is he like he's a, a... He's in the Quorum of the Twelve. He's yeah. an apostle. Yeah, like, he's just... they believe him to be an apostle. Yeah, he's just a, a high leader in the church. And if you're Mormon or, or you know, Mormon doctrine, you, you, you recognize the name Elder Boyd K. Packer. Um, this is a quote given by him, and he says, I have a hard time with historians because they idolize the truth. The truth is not uplifting, it destroys. I could tell most of the secretaries in the church office building that they are ugly and fat. That would be true, but it would hurt and destroy them. Historians should tell only the part of the truth that is inspiring and uplifting. I had never heard that before. Yeah. Was that this last... Uh, I don't know, but it was a, t it was a, um, a quote given by other... K. Packer. Um, so they don't want you to know the truth then, pretty much. No, yeah. or they don't want you to know the, the, the dirty part of the yeah. truth. or the, the, that's, the bad. that's a lot, because sometimes it is hard to hear the truth, but sometimes the truth it's is... You have to know the truth. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like Sarah said, sometimes it's ugly, but you have to but know But, like, it. that isn't the truth. It's an insult. Yeah. Being well, called <laughs> fat or ugly. Well, that's not the point. The point is that they'll hide the truth. Because yeah. they don't want you to know it. Because they know it's ugly. Mm -hmm. um, this, one's, this one's sort of funny. Um, it's not necessarily a quote, but um, it, this is an ex-Mormon meme. Utah parents be like, my kids need normal normalcy. No masks. Only normal life. Then send them to Pioneer Cosplay in Wyoming for a week where they take their shoes away, give them fake names, and make them pull handcarts in 30 miles per hour wind. <laughs> I thought That's that one was true. funny. true, yeah. Um... This one honestly brought me to tears, like, um, this quote, um, and now that you don't have to be perfect, you can be good. Oh, God, I like that. I like that one. Yeah. Because um, that's literally, that, that's literally what you're taught in the church is to strive for perfection, and they're like, oh, we know we're not going to be perfect like the Savior, but we got to strive to it. Yeah. But, but it, it, now that I look back on it, the way that I see it is that is that even striving for perfection is a stretch because nobody, nobody yeah. in this life is going to be perfect. Never. You're going to say things you regret. You're going to do yeah. things that are dumb. I mean, even as an adult, I've done things that I wish I, I never had done. Right. <clears throat> right. So to say that, that anyone is perfect is 
or striving to be perfect. It, it doesn't make it no difference if you ask me. Yeah. So <clears throat> I guess if we're sort of ta- answering the question of why we left the church. It stopped making sense to me. Stop making sense. After, after, I think the main reason was after, was when your dad and I separated. That was right. our choice. That was our decision. But everyone around us said no. Kind of like put it as influence from others. Right. It wasn't your decision. You know, it was yeah. An and it was source. like, and then, and then, because the, the church is so big on family, it's like I'm breaking my family apart. It's like, well, it's been broken for a long time. Right. Yeah, right. Their dad and I's marriage was never for a long time. It was. It was. It was. I don't want to say toxic, but it was not healthy. Right. Right. And and I think I think by separating it helped both of us kind of see where our lives were and what we really wanted out of it. You know. Yeah. But but after that, <clears throat> especially after the divorce, even when we were going to church, we still got a lot of hate. like. I People know, just hate. treated you differently. Yeah. They, they looked at you differently. So different. Yeah. And then, and then every t- going to church. I mean, we still went every week. We got dressed yeah, and I got the kids ready, and we went and we sat in sacrament, and it it just it just wasn't the same for me. I didn't feel the same about everything, and I was like, oh, I'm just I was just waiting for a talk or a or a a, a scripture, a scripture or, a or a Sunday school lesson that would just help me feel better about the church and every lesson was about it I don't know it just seemed every lesson just made me not want to go the next week right and that's how it was so maybe for that was maybe that was your sign to stop going maybe I, I don't know and then stop going and then I talked to a couple of people in my life that have also left the church I'm not gonna name names because I don't want to put them on you know blast, blast. or whatever but but what, this one this one person she's really close to me she's like I was tired of feeling guilty right. right yeah she's like I just I was done feeling like I was doing everything wrong like I was tired of feeling guilty and and I and I totally get that because mm-hmm. because I was after after their dad and I separated I was feeling guilty I'm like oh well really is this really what it was. But then that and that was a big thing for me. And then um, I I don't know how much you go, you guys would know about how the church feels about the LGBTQ community, but they are not big on it. They call it same sex attraction, and they're like, oh, you have it, but it's a sin, so you have to find the urge to fight it. Yeah. Right. And it just I don't know. That was one of the big reasons for leaving actually was just seeing the people that I know that were in that community that was part of it for all of us you know and reading reading studies on how the science works on it and everything right it and then and then this was this was a big thing for me um if there's this god that's all loving and all knowing and wants to give us the trials which is something that the church talks about all the time um why would why would a God that loves us as a, and then as a parent you kind of understand you'll kind of understand this concept why would a God that loves his children make you a certain way biologically it is proven and then tell you you're going to hell if you act upon it 
Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Like, like, like it, the, that if, concept. If you know God loves you and that He loves, that He loves all His children. Is is just when you say that He did, that He only loves everyone who is married to the opposite sex. Yeah. Not to the same sex. It just like it's and it's it's not just being LGBTQ. It's other things. I mean, I I know I know people that are almost perfectly saints, but they smoke or they drink or you right. know yeah. So are they going? Are they going to hell or whatever? If even though they're the best people, you oh, know God. they There's treat this, people right this family and they're nice perfect and, and they're all God and they, I think. I don't know, just it, the, the idea of that is kind of, yeah. and that's kind of where it led me. <clears throat> and then when I did stop going and I was doing, um, I don't, I precarious things, I guess that was the only word I can think of. You know, they tell you in Sunday school, oh, the still small voice, the Holy Ghost will tell you if it's wrong, mm-hmm. if you're worthy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that. Yeah. Like, I didn't. You didn't feel like it was wrong? Yeah. And it's like, my life isn't any better or worse off because of it. Right. Yeah. Kennel, why did you leave? Um, well, the biggest thing for me was having kids. Um, I never wanted to have kids because I took care of my siblings so much growing up that... You kind of already feel okay, like look. you had kids? Okay. Um, I... This is 110% God made me go through this like there's no like this was god's plan i 110 percent know it um and and these the what i'm about to say might be a little bit tmi but i prayed to god i prayed to god and i said god do not waste my life on having kids that's what i told him i was like please do not waste my life on having kids and i don't mean any hatred towards anyone who has children but I, that's what i prayed i was like god i can't and the next thing i know i don't get a period right and i don't get a period for like months right yeah, i'm like, going to like doctors yeah i'm going to doctors it offices it was almost a year actually i felt like it was almost i'm it like was close to i'm like going to doctors office i i'm not pregnant okay or anything like that um but there was a fear that i might have had cancer like a doctor was it like was a couple of different yeah fears, the doctor yeah. was like well because there's nothing in your blood work we're going to have to give you an ultrasound and check you for cancer and so, and the thing about doctor's offices and doctors in general is it's always a waiting game. It's always hurry yeah. up and wait. It's always like, well, I can't tell you anything, but here, there's this doctor that can, but this next appointment's not for two weeks, right? So those yeah. two weeks appointment. And or then you, you or still you, have to wait a little too Right, or, or you go to that doctor's same. appointment and they're like, well, we'll get you another appointment in two weeks. And so in those two weeks, it, You're like, it was honestly some of the like the worst pain I ever had was grieving my children that didn't even exist the thought of not having my own children so when I left I never saw children in my sight like in my future and that was a big thing for me was having kids and getting married and 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 just the temple ceremonies in general like it doesn't make sense to me the checklist of your life it's pretty much there's, there's literally a checklist of things that you do with your life. Right, and then having kids and Get getting married is a really, really big that's one a of them. huge you part start of it. Dating. You know you start getting yeah. blessed. That's when your name is put on the records is when you're blessed as a baby. Right, and yeah. so it's just as, it's a very, a very big of part. And so when I left, that was a huge thing. And then, and then you do 
getting right, and then and then getting into sort of and then young women's and then right. It's just all very laid out for you, but getting into sort of the Christian doctrine. I don't know if that's what you want to call it, but the yeah. Bible essentially it says the exact opposite. You know, it says that you are saved by grace. There is nothing that you can do. It said, you know, of course, faith is brought on by good works, right? But essentially, you're saved by grace, right? You're not saved by getting married and, and having babies and going through these weird cult-like, you know, temple ceremonies to be saved. You know, it doesn't take that. It just takes believing in Jesus. And, yeah, that of course, Jesus sense. wants you to... And it's, try and, it's and not strive like, to be like him. Oh, I believe in Jesus now. I can do whatever the hell I want and get away with right. it. Right? No, not that's like not. That. That's not. And that's how I saw it when yeah, I first me learned too. about when it. When I when I uh, growing up, and that's what they tell you right. in Sunday school over and over again. Exactly. I remember work, learning about um, it. Um, faith without works is dead. Exactly. And that's something that you've told over and over and over. Again. Exactly. And then I remember learning about it, learning that all you need to do is believe that Jesus Christ is your savior. I remember thinking it's not that easy. It can't be that mm-hmm. easy. And sometimes I'm still just like, really, is it that easy? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, it's hard to sometimes believe that when your whole life you're taught there's these steps you have to go through that takes your entire life it to does. get to. It literally, and then. And then after you get married and have kids, it's it's the it's the fulfill your callings and raise your kids right and right. teach them the gospel and and you know <laughs> things like that that you're still doing that the church has laid your life out for you. Right, and then <clears throat> I think that there's also a second part to um, leaving the church is how do you leave the church? I That's... still haven't said why I left. Oh, why did you leave, Sarah? Well, okay, so it's. It started out going to church and starting not to really feel the spirit at church anymore. You know, I'd go through church and I didn't feel anything. I'd go through school. I, and then I realized I was bi in sixth grade, which I know some people might think it's too early, but I think it's a good time to you know start. That's about the right time. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Anyways, um, I remember in a class because we have Mm -hmm. classes. And, again, not going to say names. There was this one person who said that, um, what did they say about a same-sex marriage? Not uh, I remember, I know what you're talking about because I was in that class with you. She said that, um, that it just, it would never work. It just yeah, doesn't it work. it doesn't yeah. work. Um. And then I've, what's that thing about, um, being, it's something in the Bible about being. You're being what? I don't know. I forgot. Anyways, it's just knowing that the the church doesn't um, accept me for who I was and how God made him. Made how her. God Sorry. made me. <laughs> yeah. I'm pronoun. Yes. Yeah. And it's just it made me feel like I wasn't welcome there. You know. Like, yeah. And that's and then, that's exactly how I felt after your dad and I separated. Like I wasn't welcome. Right. And then. Even and though I know told there no was one, a couple of, course, of people obviously. in our own war that had been gone through divorce, divorces and remarriages. Um, I haven't been remarried, but still, but <clears> still, <throat> that still treated me right, right, different. different. There was only one person, and you probably probably knew who I'm talking about. That actually, when your dad and I separated, I actually sat down and talked to her about it because she had gone through it. Oh right, yeah, because you guys I probably think don't remember who um, was. But she's like, don't. She told me, don't let anyone tell you that you're doing the wrong thing. 
Right. Right. Because I think she got that, too, when she left her her first husband. But see, I think the difference with her is that she's remarried. Her and her husband are are now sealed in the temple and everything. Right, so right. I think that's slightly a little bit different. But still, yeah. she, you know, she was one of the very few, only because she had... Um, got through it. You yeah. Were. Yeah, for you sure. know, so that's it's very because the church is so very family oriented in and strict, you know, male female um, roles. Right. They they the idea of having a male male or a female female household is beyond anything they can think. Right, because they've never seen anything like that. It's sort of. I actually have a couple of friends of mine that I went to high school that. Married a a friend of mine who's female, married to another female. They have two beautiful kids. Right. And they're both happy, healthy children. Yeah. Right. And they're not getting any less of anything because they have two moms instead of a mom and a dad. Yeah, and right. another thing is I think that they don't know that we still can have kids. Like, you can yeah, adopt. Science, science makes you it easier. And that's, right. you know... And that's why that my friend carried carried their babies, and then she adopted them when they were born. Yeah, or you could do right, like right. one has one, and and another thing is that some women physically can't have kids, yeah. and they still have to adopt. Yeah, like there's other what, ways what, to what be what a people parent. Like that, yeah, foster like, kids is that adopt. different? Is that like I was yeah. confused like for that. So I was like, what if a woman physically can't have kids? Right. Or what if the male can't, you know, produce, and then the woman, they, I don't know, there's just different ways, and, like, there's different families, and... Right, but in the Mormon church, there isn't different there isn't. No, there isn't. The they're the it's, same families, yeah. they all do the I mean, same you, things, they're all, you know, they all follow the same, like, yeah. principle, And I want to say. say this right now, so you guys don't think that we're bashing on people that are actually in the church... We have a lot of friends and family that are still in the church. Yeah. And we love them dearly. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with and, having a family and, like that. And, it, and I'm not saying that you have to leave, but... Um, it's or a, stay, or whatever. If you want to be a part of the church, be a part of the church. This is right, just our stories right. and our reasonings. Because there is a lot of people in the war that I still care deeply about. Right. Yeah, and one I, of my best and I don't want them to think the that war. I'm bashing them for their decision yeah. to be Mormon. Our grandma's still in the My mom is a lot the of most our Mormon person I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I love her dearly and I have friends. A lot of them have moved away, which I miss you guys. But um there some some great people in the church. And I'm right. not saying that they're horrible people for staying. That's what they want, that's what their life is. I'm not going to you know, this is just our and my personal reasonings for why we are doing what we're doing. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, I think, I think that's, because there was, because after I did leave and I finally was done, I, I joined this ex-Mormon group on Facebook. And it, it really, it, I mean, at first it was really nice and I liked a lot of the quotes they said, but when they started getting to the bashing of the Mormons... Like, personal belief. Like, they were just being downright rude about yeah. someone's beliefs and religion. I'm not about that. You can be however you want. I personally am the way that I am for my reasons. But I'm not going to sit there and bash whatever other religion that I don't care for. 
Right. Yeah. I, because it's not how I believe. Right. And then sometimes I think that ex-Mormons like that, like, it's so stupid. Like, you once believed that. Like, you can't sit and so talk. So, just, I, I left the group. I was just it. like, it was a, it was just a bunch of rudeness and I, I can't. Yeah. That's you how know? I feel too. But, um, one thing that I, I find very, very sort of just, like, it blows my mind is that there is literal, historical, scientific, like, all there's evidence that the church is not true. There right. is literal evidence. But because Mormons are so sheltered in their religion. Very sheltered. And they Most only, of them don't even know. Yeah, and they're only given few resources. They don't they're know. They're only given the resources that are approved by the church. Right, and then <coughs> if you would just. A church to the church's own history. Right, and if you would just do a simple Google search. And sometimes yeah. people feel like Google isn't or certain sites on Google are not informative. Sure, one site might not be, but when 10 of the same, or 10 different sites are saying the same thing, you have to start thinking for yourself. And that's why I'm just like, do your research. Mm -hmm. if, like, and that's why I feel so stupid, like, or not stupid, I just feel like you guys are insane. Like if you would just do your research, you would see what I see. Yeah. And what I and then hey, there are people out there that will do the same research and still stay in the church. Yeah, that's true. That's true too. Because they have the but their faith or whatever in their lives. But that's okay because yeah. it's your okay. It's I, your own I know life. it's your own opinion. Like if you okay, this is a bad slash weird uh, thing. If you hate the uh, LGBT community, that's your opinion. But one thing I hate is that people are trying to force their own opinions on mm -hmm. other people. Right. Like, That's my I favorite food is pizza. Oh, my favorite food is la la la. And they're trying to push their own opinions on each other. And they're, they're turn it's turning into a fight. Right. And then that's... That's how the way I live shit my like life, that The way you live your life, the way I live your life is nobody's business but your own. Well, right. that, that's the thing about Mormons, though, is they... This is... Like, I feel bad for Grandma. Because Grandma believes that I will never make it to the Celestial Kingdom. Yeah. And that hurts her. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I feel bad for her because I know that I'm not going to go to hell. But she doesn't know that. You know what I'm saying? And so for Mormons, it's not just you living your life. They believe that you're going to hell. Yeah, they believe your soul is in danger. Sure. Yeah. And so, like, it just depends, like, on what side you're on. Yeah. You know, do you see, like, our lives... I don't know. They just don't believe that we're happy. They don't believe that we're living that's, this good Because I used to, like, literally, I remember saying the same thing when I was in the depth of of the Mormon church, is that, oh, they're not really, really happy. They can right, pretend to be happy. Right. But it's not, that's not how it is. That, My life is no different now than when it was when I was full on in the church, except for I'm choosing a different path of my life. Right. My my happiness is my own to create, and right now, I have been the happiest I have ever been in my entire life. Right. I don't have a house. I have a crappy job. <laughs> right. You only get to see your kids. What, once uh, yeah, I we I barely see my pit my kids because I have no place to live. Pretty much. Like this is a rare thing that I get to spend time with my kids. But I am so happy because I'm letting, I'm living my life, you know? Right, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, my allergies are crazy. Um, so I don't, uh, it, so that, that point is like saying that I'm not happy. How do you know that I'm not happy? Right. You know? Yeah. And then I think that, um, 
And then again, like, this this stuff that I learned wasn't until I was already out of the church. Yeah. So these things, like, was they, these things were going through my head while church, I was leaving. The church leaving. tells you not to read the anti-Mormon things. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Um, there's a, there's a quote by Elder Oaks. They say Oaks. stay away from that information. There's a quote by Elder Oaks I have it saved in my Instagram. Um, cause I just remember reading it. Um, and that just reminded me of it. Um, but essentially what it says, I'm going to pull it up now, but it says, um, it's best not to do your research yeah. is what it says. Um, which is crazy. And, and for some reason, like as a Mormon, like when I was Mormon, I, that never was a red flag to me. Like, and plus I don't, yeah. I don't really, really remember like thinking. I don't think I've ever heard anyone telling me not to do research. I, I do. I do remember a lot in your women's um, I'll tell you. Yeah. I do remember a little bit of that. Um, but I guess while I was, for me, honestly, the biggest, the first thing that happened to me where I started to doubt a little bit was when, I think it was like the beginning of 2018, something like that, Prophet Monson, he died. President Monson. President, he yeah, when he died, huge. that was a huge thing a for me because Nelson came in and he changed, he changed everything. A ton of things. He changed everything, and that was that was the first and time when all, I started oh, it's doubting. Revelation, Revelation. No, it's not. It's his I own love personal thing. Yeah, I did personal. too. I, I did too. he he was the he was elder president. He was whatever. the prophet um, for like forever. I I my think whole I remember. Life, really. Yeah, like, so I for don't me, remember. that was when I first started doubting. Was when um, President Monson died and Nelson came in. And that, and that I remember um, that was one thing I was I was telling my mom is that I don't feel the same about President no, Nelson as I, I did. Yeah, about me Monson. too. It just felt like so, it's not the same yeah. to me. And then he went and changed everything. Like he changed the stupidest things. Like church is no longer three hours instead it's two hours. Yeah. Like he just changed all these little things that ended up creating mm. a big difference in the church. I don't know. That was just one of my biggest things. And then and then he started changing, like, even the temple ceremonies that no one's supposed to know about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, stuff like that. I'm like, wow. That's, I can't find it in here. But, yeah, all it just says, like, it's best not to do your research by Oaks. And then this is also one thing that if, like, you are Mormon, I wish people would realize is the stuff that ex-Mormons are saying, they're not pulling this information out of their ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like we're making this stuff up. Like, you, there are so many... I've lived it my entire life. I know what I'm talking about. Right. There's so many resources that you could find that will give you this information. Um, I think, like, if you are a doubting Mormon... Um, I think that if you're a Mormon and you're listening to this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You've got to have a doubt in your mind. But if you are a doubting Mormon, I would look into... Um, um, Michael Wilder and Dr. Lynn Wilder. Um, they're ex-Mormons who share about um, converting from Mormonism to Christianity. Through their and son who was on a mission. Yeah. Their son was so on a mission. So their story is really, really awesome. And I would look into them. Yeah, I can't find it, but there are quotes of Elder Oak saying that. So um, we're, we're almost out of time. So I think... Um, I'm going to say one more quote, and then uh, we're going to be done with this one. Um, maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that really isn't you. So you can be who you were meant to be in the first place. I love that, because that's literally what I'm doing with my life right, right You're now. unbecoming who you were always told you were supposed to be. 
that oh. I'm being my own person. And then I, I'm always like, but who am I? Like, I exactly. have to figure out who, who I am. I'm 40 years old. I don't even know am who I? I am. Right. Like, and, <clears throat> you know, and, and part and part of, you know, trying out the poly lifestyle and, and things like that that I've done, it's like, okay, am I really poly? But I would have to say yes because there's two guys in my life right now that I am completely in love with. Right. <coughs> and how can it, how is it possible that you can love two people like that at the same time and be in a committed relationship? Right. Okay. And I think that's another, we're going to yeah, do for that sure. Yeah, we, we really time. do need but to wrap it this, up. But that's kind of the idea of, <laughs> of changing who I am. You know, right. finding out who I am, who am I really. Yeah. Right, that's know? definitely part of the journey. But, um... We're going to end this episode, guys. We will see you next time. Goodbye.